Many project teams struggle with creating compelling business cases, and CFOs are increasingly skeptical about whether these, these will ever deliver the value targets. There are great learnings from value creation plans that would make your business cases so much better. Here's how. A private equity firm once told me they believed there were two kinds of business cases. One is the check-the-box business case, where you have to satisfy some artificial hurdle rate to get the approval for your project. The other type is the bet-your-career value creation plan, where you measure delivering the stated financial benefits. The firm believed many companies went through the business case development motions without any intention of measuring and delivering targeting results. Digital project teams often get frustrated when they think they have a high ROI, but the CFO or the board are not really excited. Value creation plans can teach us a lot about how to build compelling business cases for the board. ROI and value creation may sound similar, but they are very different approaches to results. I spent half of my career with project teams developing endless ROI studies, and then the other half working around private equity firms thinking in terms of value creation plans. So let's get to the three lessons from value creation plans that could make your business case so much more impactful. Lesson number one, start with the why and not the how. Value creation plans should start from the order of the possible, why we should do something, and work their way back to the how, what set of projects to take on, what technologies to deploy. I call this a pool business case. These plans identify the growth opportunities for a business and a finite set of ways to accomplish it. They target the performance gap between the order of the possible for the business and the current reality. Ideally, all projects should focus on closing that performance gap for the company and nothing else. So how is a value creation plan different from the check the box business case? A traditional business case will start with the how, a proposed solution for a business problem, and then try to quantify the costs and the benefits of adopting that answer. There is typically a payback period expected, IRR or net present value calculation included. Whether those benefits are actually the ones needed to close that performance gap of the business is often unclear. These are what I call push business cases. It starts with a favorite project or technology in mind and justifies why the project can add value to the business. ROI studies often aim to improve the metrics that may not relate to the ultimate business performance gap. If your board's number one goal is to reduce customer churn and maximize contract renewals, then an ROI study that reduces paper waste may be good ROI, but does not relate to the overall goal at all. This mindset about looking for the best ways to maximize a business potential is what makes value creation plans so unique. In private equity, there is a limited time frame to accomplish that transformation, like three to four years. So in every value creation plan, 
there is that effort to prioritize the projects that can close the performance gap and reduce that list of projects to bare minimum. Lesson number two, do fewer projects. Strategic thinking is often the process of removing too many options and is undoubtedly true of value creation planning. All too often, businesses try to do too many improvement projects at the same time with questionable results. It's better to achieve results from 10 selected projects than poor results from 100. Some departments, like IT, often have a backlog of projects for years. And that does not build agility. Value creation plans always reduce the number of projects to achieve that goal. And you can spot the difference between the two approaches pretty quickly. A value creation plan tends to start with the performance gap that the ideal business results and then the current trajectory. So let's say the business will have a $100 million cash flow shortfall unless they take some specific measures. The value creation plan outlines various ways that that $100 million gap can be closed and then recommends a short list of projects to accomplish that result. You get to that solution from the value target. When companies talk about value creation, it is a minimum set of projects to get them to their maximum potential. The top-down value creation plans may set out to find, let's say, a minimum 10, maximum 12 initiatives to achieve that goal. They have explicit constraints on total capital and cash flow available for such projects. Once you have your project list finalized in the value creation plan, the only way to add a, another project is to stop an existing one that failed to deliver on their promise. Now, the check-the-box business cases don't really have explicit constraints. How many projects would you approve if all exceeded the stated minimum IRR return? 10, 100, all of them? Which project do you stop to fund a more promising one? What is that value prioritization process? Well, most companies don't have one. The lesson number three, measure the value created. It seems obvious. Value creation plans always measure the improvement generated by each project typically in cash flow or EBITDA terms. There are clear ownership and accountability rules for that result, and somebody in the executive team has to deliver. Project reviews go beyond issues and status updates and always address the risk to the valuation plan they signed up for. If this project starts falling short, the executive can take corrective action. You compromise on the how, but not the outcome. Now, the check-the-box business cases rarely have clear accountability for results. While a few companies have value management programs in place, it is rare. Project status reviews have red, yellow, green issue lists, and success is determined by go lives and not by delivered cash flow, for example. Also, many projects tend to compromise the business outcome to stick to the solution or the project underway, which is the opposite of how value creation works. Such companies may lose the confidence in their own ability to deliver value. Now, I believe the push and pull business cases need to converge. Both have their strengths and weaknesses. 
One weakness of a centralized value creation plan is that they actually limit the localized innovation close to the customers and the production line. There is clearly the opportunity to delegate, figuring out how to get the stated value creation goal. Now, the weakness of the check-the-box business case is the lack of accountability to the value generated. So in an ideal world, the business would define the value goal from top down, delegate the how to the field, and hold the projects to the value targets in their business cases. So I wish you all a more impactful business case that start with the why, limit the number of initiatives, and measure the value delivered. Talk soon.